Welcome to another edition of Park Talk Podcast, the official podcast of the Naperville Park District. Welcome to another episode of Park Talk Podcast and our 2019 State of the Park District Address. This time, I'm happy to welcome to our studios, Brad Wilson, Director of Recreation, and Eric Schutz, Director of Planning. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. The conversation for this episode will include a retrospective look at 2018 and a preview of the plans the district has for 2019. As mentioned in other State of the Park District episodes, this year's podcast has a theme of connecting the community, and I'd like to keep that in mind as we explore accomplishments and forthcoming goals at the district. First, I'd like to start with a look back at 2018. Eric, can you take us through some of the most notable district accomplishments of last year? Absolutely. So in 2018 was a very busy uh, planning, from a planning perspective, a goal-setting uh, initiative for the Naperville Park District. Uh, looking at the strategic plan, uh, that's something that the district started and actually in 2017 mm-hmm. uh, with the community interest and opinion survey data we collected. And then the board firm, uh, further formulated that in collaboration with uh, staff, and that was approved in March of 2018. And that actually set up the basis of what we later formulated in 2018 as well as the master plan of the, of the organization. Right. That's great. That's that was a. I think we do a really good job as a district of soliciting feedback, and we've got this this great way of of kind of from point A to point Z, getting feedback along the way and planning, and we've just got a whole great process for it, which. I think that's, you know, a testament to our success. And I think one of the great things about that process is we look to gather feedback from the community in a number of ways. Right. Whether it's through the community survey, whether it's through the open houses that we host, Mm -hmm. uh, focus groups, program evaluations. So there's a number of ways that the community can provide their feedback on the program services and the facilities that we provide. Absolutely. Back in 2011, internally, we coined the phrase, the big three projects at the district at At that time, it encompassed the renovations at Centennial Beach, we had the expansion at Nike Park, and we also built the Seeger Interpretive Center. Since then, we've had several big threes, because we've had a lot of big years where we've had a lot of planning and construction projects going on. But in 2019, that concept of the big three is is reemerging. Can you tell us a little bit about the projects that comprise the big three for this year? Yes, so the uh, big three projects that we consider uh, first and foremost is Southwest Community Park. Mm-hmm. It's a 33-acre site just south of Wolf Crossing Road and then to the west of 248th Street. Uh, this is what we'll talk about a little bit more in the uh, podcast, uh, but there was a lot of community input and uh, public open houses that led to development of a really nice, a robust uh, site master plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the improvements of Southwest Community Park uh, they kind of look more at the active and passive uh, recreation components that we offer as a park district. Uh, from the active side, we have numerous athletic courts, whether it's lighted basketball courts, uh, lighted tennis courts, uh, pickleball courts, uh, even volleyball courts, as well as uh, turf fields such as ball fields and multi-purpose fields for various, various types of activities. Uh, we also have the passive recreation as it relates to multi-surface trails for uh, running, jogging, rollerblading, all kinds of activities, but also enjoying the outdoors, such as woodland restoration, native restoration, uh, and and trail systems throughout that site. Uh, And also connectivity. People from the neighborhood could easily access this beautiful new community park in Naperville. Right. It's really exciting. Very exciting. Now, there's another piece to the Southwest Community Park Project. Is there not? That's a challenge course, too? 
Yes. Okay. Tell, talk a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah. So that's there's a, a challenge fitness course. Is something we've been hearing a lot from residents. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may see from the NFL Combine and various other professional sports. Uh, where not only adults, but children want to get more involved. Right. Uh, so there's ability to, like, a lot of times they have, like, the 40-yard dash, so, like, an ability to time running, uh, and it's really cool with siblings. Sure. Uh, so brother and sisters and, and various activities they may participate in, they actually get to get out with their parents, uh, time and test their performance on various types of activities um, within this challenge fitness course that we're going to offer at Southwest Community Park. That's super cool. Something for everyone to look forward to. Now, you had mentioned just a little bit ago about connectivity and the fact that Southwest Community Park, you know, where it's located and there's that, the connection of the trail. How there's, doesn't it go from like Southwest Community Park and it connects with 95th Street, which we're going to be talking a little bit about and beyond? Yeah. How you, exactly, like how long is that and where does it connect up? Well, it's several miles. Okay. And what's really exciting about it is we partner with a lot of government agencies, for instance, the Forest Preserve District of Will County, mm-hmm. just to the southwest of uh, Southwest Community Park. Uh, they have what they call Vermont Cemetery. Okay. And so they have a trail linkage there. Uh, and then a trail that's already in place through the ComEd corridor, and it runs eastward. So it runs east of where our new Southwest Community Park mm-hmm. is going to be, and we're going to have a trail linkage to that. And then this trail system actually runs further east through the Tallgrass subdivision as well as other neighborhoods in the area. And it comes up to Route 59. There's a really nice bridge there. That's right. And then you settle at the Frontier Sports Complex uh it's actually a campus setting with the um, Nequa Valley High School Mm -hmm. uh, with Indian Prairie School District 204 and the 95th Street Library. And so with our, which we'll talk about in a moment, our 95th Street Community Plaza project, you have a connection to that and then take that further east um, through the Ashbury Greenway uh, and all the subdivisions there and all the way up to Plainfield Naperville Road. So all the neighborhoods and residents in the area will get to enjoy these beautiful new amenities proposed wow. by the Naperville Park. That District. is quite a long stretch. That would be like a nice walk or a nice bike ride or something. Yeah, yeah a great opportunity for families like on a, on a sunny day to go on a picnic, you know, mm-hmm. a bike ride. Sure. Uh, and, and at you know, a lot of these uh, sites, well, I should say, at the 95th Street Community Plaza and Southwest Community Park, we're proposing splash pads and playgrounds. Mm-hmm. So what a great way to take the kids out and enjoy sure. the outdoors. little adventure. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's great. We talked a little bit ago about community feedback, and really community feedback has been a hallmark of so much of what we undertake at the district because we recognize the value of resident input. Can you talk about the importance of feedback with regard to the Southwest Community Park development and the 95th Street Community Plaza? Yeah, it was very important and something we identified early in the process of developing, starting first with the Southwest Community Park Site Master Plan. Uh, In early 2008, we started with public open house events, and then we also narrowed that down into more focus groups. And then we had then like follow up other open house and even online survey opportunities. Mm -hmm. So the folks that were unable to attend the uh, public meetings were also had an opportunity to provide their input in the process. And so that all shaped the beautiful site master plan that we had an opportunity to present to the Park Board for consideration and approval at the June 14, 2018 mm-hmm. uh, special meeting that we had. So it was very important. Not only did we, it helped us with our earlier community surveys and strategic plan to identify where to start as far as introducing amenities and ideas sure. for this beautiful um, you know, Southwest Community Park site. But it also helped us in further refining what those ideas were through the uh, public meetings and the focus group uh, opportunities that we had. 
I think it's so interesting, too, to be part of the community engagement sessions and and welcome residents to those and hear what they're thinking and, and get their feedback. Because you're right, it really starts to take shape then when you get that resident input and you know what they want from a recreation perspective. And with the, with each of our major projects over the past several years, um, one of the, the great things about the feedback we've received is there are amenities, there are site items, uh, facility items that initially, as the, the Park District was beginning the feedback process, maybe it mm-hmm. wasn't towards the top of the list as right. far as something that uh, the resident was looking, residents were looking for. Um, but as we work through and gather that public feedback, whether it was for the Fort Hill Activity Center and the addition of an indoor playground or Correct. Southwest Community Park and the Challenge Course um, or the 95th Street Project and the Splash Pad, those things all rise to the top based upon the, the feedback that we receive from the residents. Sure. And that's great. That's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. So that all works really well. When will the district break ground on those two projects, and when can residents start to expect to enjoy both of those facilities? Sure. So starting with Southwest Community Park site development, we plan on breaking ground in summer of 2019 and being completed in summer of 2020. Okay. Uh, With respect to the 95th Street Community Plaza project, uh, we intend to break ground this spring and be done by the end of the year. Now, that project has uh, a splash pad component, Mm -hmm. uh, which uh, we plan on uh, developing this year, but there may be with the permitting and development process that may go into the winter of Mm -hmm. 2019-2020, and that amenity is proposed to be ready for use in uh, spring, summer, actually summer after Memorial Day of 2020. A lot of things to look forward to. Yes. The other thing I want to mention, too, I don't know if people are really familiar where the 95th Street Community Plaza is going to be, but it's adjacent to the library, and there has been some synergy and some cooperation with the library, has there not? Absolutely. And this is something that was an idea from the Naperville um, 95th Street Library staff, and it started in summer of 2017. Mm-hmm. And I remember there was a state of the city address, and the mayor identified, um, you know, think no small ideas. I think big right. as I residents that. in Naperville. Uh-huh. And so one of the staff members with the um, 95th Street Library and, and her team and, and the executive director there um, identified the possibility and then working with the um, Naperville Park District and bring us in and identified there was a plot of land at Frontier Sports Complex that was not being utilized. It was just prairie grass mm-hmm. or, uh, and it wasn't being mowed. And it's about 2.2 acres just south of the 95th Street Library. And that's right in the heart of the 95th Street Library operating area, the um, Freshman Center and the Nequa Valley High School, and then our Frontier uh, sports complex that we have there. So we have a lot of patrons, and we look at this as a uh, like a um, an improvement for all ages and abilities. Uh, so if you're going there for the library or maybe a park district event, you may find other opportunities with, that other organizations may offer, uh, but just a really nice place to relax and spend the day with your children and, and um, family members. Definitely. Or the farmer's market in the summer, like we yes. kicked off last year. We'll be talking about uh, in one of our other sessions. Let's switch gears a little bit and talk about Fort Hill Activity Center, which has experienced tremendous growth really in the last two and a half years. Um, and I know that it's going to there's going to be an expansion at Fort Hill this summer. Can you talk more about that project and why it's necessary? Yeah, well, as you mentioned, we've uh, experienced a tremendous amount of growth at the Fort mm-hmm. Hill Activity Center. Um, the, the facility has become a very popular destination for many residents to, to utilize drop-in programs or to, to, to come in and be fit and be healthy. 
Um, one of the areas in which uh, we've reached near capacity in, in many senses is our group exercise classes. Uh, mm-hmm. We have a number of uh, group exercise classes, over 50 a week, that are offered at the facility. And the studio spaces that were originally constructed as part of the building were actually enlarged studio spaces, but we found that many of the classes uh, are actually reaching capacity there, and we've had to move into other spaces within the building that um, weren't necessarily designed for that. Like Zumba Gold in the gym? Like Zumba Gold in, <laughs> in the gym. So uh, we have about 4,000 square feet at the facility that we can build out okay. um, and expand upon, and we are going to add another group exercise studio, which will help to uh, accommodate uh, our current needs, um, our current programs we have at the facility. It'll be able to, it'll allow us to expand uh, some of the other offerings that we have available to the community. So we're excited to uh, to construct that this summer and have that ready for uh, for residents uh, starting this fall. That's really exciting. Yeah, I'm sure our members and uh, other guests that come to Fort Hill are going to be excited about that too. Yep. Be a great space. Now with some 70 playgrounds across the community, it also seems like we have at least a couple of um, playgrounds a year that need to be renovated. Eric, can you talk about the renovation process for our playgrounds and the guidelines that we follow and what play- playground renovations are on the docket for 2019? Yes. Uh, so the process that we follow as a park district, we utilize a time frame about 15 years for the replacement of play equipment. Uh, this is aligned with ADA accessibility and building code improvements that um, happen every few years. So we want to make sure we're on top of that as a district. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we work very closely with our parks department, and they do annual and seasonal audits and inspections of play equipment. And if what's really nice as a district, we have a 10-year capital overview that is considered a living document. So if we need to move up a project in the schedule or extend it out based on its current uh, conditions, we can definitely do that. So we're very flexible. And uh, with that being said, we have uh, three playground renovations slated for 2019. Uh, the first one is at Heatherstone Park. Next is uh, Three Meadows Park. And then lastly is the uh, Riverwalk Playground, um, which is also known as the JC's Playground down at Riverwalk Park. Oh, the big playground. Yes. That's a popular site. <laughs> very popular, yes. <laughs> very cool. Well, there's always a lot to look forward to at the Naperville Park District, and 2019 is no exception, obviously. For our listeners who would like to learn more about our forthcoming projects and plans, I encourage you to visit our website at naprovilleparks.org forward slash planning and development, or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Finally, thank you to my guests, Eric and Brad. Here's to a productive and successful 2019 at the Naperville Park District. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Additional information on Naperville Park District programs and services can be found at naprovilleparks.org. The Naperville Park District's mission is to provide recreation and park experiences that promote healthy lives, healthy minds, and a healthy community. Park Talk Podcast is a production of the Naperville Park District.